Well, Mike Winther, welcome back to Lighthouse Live. So always good to have you with us and uh, to chat about civics and American history and uh, some of the issues that are that are facing us today. And and uh, a couple of days ago, on the 28th of February, a a decision that is uh, like a pebble being dropped in a calm lake is now creating ripples uh, in the second court of appeals regarding homeschooling. And, uh, Mike, uh, bo- both of us are, are intimately familiar with homeschooling and what's involved, but uh, there appear to be some possible implications of this case, but we want to be able to also ferret out what's true, what's uh, a lot of smoke and fire maybe just uh, surrounding this, and, and get to uh, what the real issues are and whether or not homeschooling really is uh, is in danger here in California. What have you found out about the case? Well, um, you know, it's interesting as a, a background, uh, homeschooling always has been uh, in danger to one degree or another. Uh, I recall when I was uh, a young man in my high school years, uh, homeschooling was not really on the radar screen too much, but not far from my hometown up in Idaho, there's a family who was uh, trying to homeschool, hmm. and that family uh, was in and out of jail several times uh, just for homeschooling their kids. Uh, no accusations of abuse, no other indications of any any problem. Uh, now, homeschooling has become much more comfortable uh, since the 70s. Uh, you don't have to be quite as brave to do it as you used to. Um, and in California, we have enjoyed for uh, several decades a very homeschool-friendly environment, uh, much more so than most states. Uh, this court case, uh, which some people may be familiar with if they heard the Focus on the Family broadcast or or others, uh, is a case that <clears throat> went to an appeals court in California, and the appeals court ruled that there was no parental right to educate your kids, and that the only uh, acceptable education to the state was education by a certified teacher, which would mean, um, if that ruling were to stand, that only uh, families who had a parent who was a certified teacher could homeschool. Right. Uh, <clears throat> now, this is being challenged on, on several fronts. And frankly, I don't expect this ruling to stand. Uh, I think it will be lost on appeal. What is interesting, however, was it was a three-judge panel on this appeals court. And the idea that we have three judges that uh, don't believe parents have a right to educate their kids is a scary thought indeed. Well, it Uh, is, and and I think what worries a lot of us, Mike, is, is, and, you know, we talk about slippery slopes and and a lot of different... uh, venues but you know here is one where the state keeps encroaching on the rights of parents that that God gave them to raise their own children I think this is one of the major concerns in this whole issue. absolutely I I think we always have to look first at what is right and then second at what is legal in the the legal situation uh, clearly from my perspective parents have an absolute right to educate their kids um, and from my perspective, I, I believe parents have a right to not educate their kids. Uh, I don't recommend that, but that is, I think, a parental right that we have to allow um, allow to be out there. And what's happened in modern society, we have developed idols, and any Christian listening to us is aware of that. Yeah. You know, there's lots of messages about how we make our BMW our idol, or our job, our prestige, or <clears throat> you know, how good our lawn looks. But frankly, we have idolized education mm. in society, and we have elevated it to be a higher goal than it really is. If we look scripturally, uh, the Bible is clear. Uh, I'd encourage the readers to read Deuteronomy chapter 6. 
it indicates uh, not only who is to educate the kids, but how they're to educate. Mm-hmm. And you go uh, many sections in, in Proverbs, and uh, <clears throat> even in Timothy, um, where Paul talks about how Timothy was educated by his uh, by his family. Uh, but the Deuteronomy chapter six is a key key passage. And our founding fathers certainly believed that parents had the responsibility for education. Uh, public education, like we know today, which probably is more accurately referred to as government education, uh, would have been a total anomaly to our founding fathers. Uh, they were educated either in a homeschool environment or in private schools by a school marm or a schoolhouse or a private um, private college or university. So our nation's history is one of private education. And it's only been in the last hundred years that public or government education has become um, the norm. And so what happens is public educators <clears throat> do not really care for the idea of letting parents educate their kids. I heard it said one time that uh, if we let Caesar educate our children, he will turn them into Romans. And I think there's a lot of truth <laughs> truth to that, that um, we see some of the errant teachings in our schools. Uh, we look at Assembly Bill 777. Yes. You know, some of these horrible things. Uh, it amazes me why the church as a whole isn't making more effort to encourage uh, their members to uh, educate privately, uh, be it the church Christian school or a good Christian school nearby or to homeschool. And for those who want to change the worldview of our kids, they don't want kids being homeschooled. Uh, frankly, they don't even want them in a, a private Christian school. Uh, one of the remedies being looked at, in addition to just trying to have a higher court overturn this decision, is to have a higher court do what's called either depublishing or decertifying. Right. And to depublish or decertify a case uh, would basically say that this case is no longer um, having any precedent-setting value, and it would not be a precedent for other cases. Uh, it would apply only to the case at hand and to no one else. And uh, you know that is something that some of the attorneys for Homeschool Legal Defense and Pacific Justice Institute are evaluating, and that may be one approach that is taken. So we're yeah. headed to the uh, state Supreme Court. I would imagine. Well, I would imagine. And uh, there's at least two legal organizations working on this. Um, As a matter of fact, I I might point people to our website. Uh, On our website, uh, for our organization, we have a couple of articles that I think are very valuable for people to see, as well as a link to Homeschool Legal Defense Association, which will have all the latest updates um, on the legal proceedings. So I don't know if it's okay if I give a plug for the Institute for Principles. Absolutely. In fact, we'd encourage Um, you to do that. (laughs) People can go just to www.principalstudies.org. That's principal, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-L-E, studies, uh, S-T-U-D-I-E-S, dot O-R-G. And uh, we have a, a couple of articles there that I think every Christian family ought to read uh, about education as well as some other links. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> just as a, a footnote here, uh, really a lot of this is <clears throat> a matter of trend. Um mm. Pretty soon, uh, well, you've heard the expression, two steps forward and one step backward. And I fully expect that what we'll see out of this is that this will not end up banning homeschooling in California. But um, they've taken two steps forward. Uh, We probably will get the state to take one step backward. But the question is, when all is said and done, have we lost some liberties along the way? And so often in political change, uh, there's something called the Hegelian dialectic which is the idea that there's a thesis, then an antithesis or an antithesis, and then a synthesis. 
And people who know how to work the political system work that with regularity. <clears throat> and it's basically the thesis is the status quo of the current system. The antithesis is some ruling like this. Uh, the synthesis is some blending of the two, some compromise. Mm. And that new uh, synthesis becomes later a new thesis to which a new antithesis is applied. And if you just, if the listeners visualize it graphically, what you get over time is just this constant progression, one direction or the other. And it's the idea of taking two steps forward and one step backward. And if they keep taking two steps forward and one step backward against homeschoolers, uh, or Christians, then we will lose liberties gradually and, and surely. It's it's almost like uh, uh, a corollary would be a compounding interest going the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> with with each decision, uh, the, that interest gets put back against the principle, and and the original intent uh, gets gets skewed. Yeah, it really, really does. And and you know we we can see a victory. You know we we see oh there's a huge setback, but oh we won a victory. We regained eighty percent of our rights. And isn't that great? We regained 80% of our rights. And then later there's another challenge. And, you know, if, if you keep regaining 80% of your rights, pretty soon you've got no rights left. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Mike, thank you again for taking time with us. Uh, we always appreciate your viewpoints and your wisdom. And uh, we'll follow this and maybe check back with you in a couple of weeks and see where we are. Sounds great. Thanks, Thanks so Mike. much.